Hello everybody, welcome to episode 47 of the Boys in the Basement podcast, coming to you from the subterranean wonderworld in the middle of Hampshire. What a properly good show we've got coming up for you today, and the main reason it's so good is it's the Christmas special! Woo! We, We have got a basement chock full of people. This is like proof of my very lackadaisical approach to sort of guest control. We go weeks without a guest, and then today we've got how many turn up, Mr Swan? Uh, six. Six guests all at once. We've got to cram them into one show, but it's going to be a treat. And like I say, it's Christmas as well. So in lieu of that, we've got some mince pies, haven't we? Yeah, we've got mince pies, we've got crackers. Yeah, we've got a blanket. And it's also very cold down here. One of our guests is already draped in a blanket. It's really cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's why, Christmas. Why, why are you doing the show from the basement? Not Who are those voices, you may be asking? Well, I'm Mr. Parton, the host. I'm always here. I'm nothing new. I'm like an old dog that won't die. Opposite me, we've got Mr. Swan wearing another new T-shirt. Where are you getting all these new, slightly camp shirts from, I've Mr. had Swan? this shirt for over two months, Liam. It's not new. That counts as new. Okay, fine. What's he got? What? So listen through what's on the lapel there. Uh, it's a bird of some form. I think it's like a dove or something. I think it's a swallow. It's, it's peace. It could be a swallow. So you've got a golden swallow on your chest. Could be that's a swallow. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's very festive, isn't it? Is that your sort of concession to Christmas, is it? Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. I, say I would have worn Christmas. a Santa hat, but all the guests took them. Though, yeah, but I like that. Hat. I like the guests have involved. And also, round our little table of excitement on the microphones, we have a man who's been here before. He's <laughs> shivering in the winter wonderland. So cool. It is the one and only Ismar Bad. Bajit! 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 <laughs> Unbelievable. We've been through this. I know. Sorry, Isma. I can't pronounce your surname. It's yeah, so because it's a Christmas sorry. special, we thought we would get a Muslim on the show. They don't, <laughs> they don't celebrate Christmas, so... Well, I mean, th- there are certain quotas that should be met with ethnic diversity, so okay. I- I'm here to even it out. So you are a token Muslim. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't <gasps> eat pork, he doesn't celebrate Christmas, so it's been a real treat. We had a pork pizza earlier, and now we're making him <laughs> shiver his way for a Christmas I, I special. Didn't, I didn't eat the pork pizza. Though. No, you didn't. You didn't. He had, he had some pineapple and chicken. Yeah. Alright, we're going to come back to Ismar, because Ismar, as you may or may not know from his past appearances, is he's a filmmaker, and he's been off filming snowboards, filming bands, mm. filming everything, and that yeah, is... I should, I should be more adept to this, to this cold, but I'm really not. Yeah, actually, you've been sensitive. up mountains filming snowboardists, yeah, and now you know. can't, you know, sort of just calm yourself down, <laughs> you little Grinch. And also, next to Ismar, on the microphone at the moment, we have a young lady who has been sort of treading the boards at the West End, haven't you? Yes. It is the one and only Lucy George. Hello! There you go, that was a nice response. I just whooped myself. That's all right. By whoop, she means cheer. That wasn't like some sort of terrible innuendo. You said whipped yourself. Whipped yourself. Well, no, but she's going to talk about her life as a West End dancer, singerist. You do all of it. Uh, yes. Ah, that's the interview Dance, over. Brilliant. Sing, act. <laughs> Dance, sing, act. So she's going to. You haven't been much of a diva so far, though. You're very. No. Um, the rest of my year group kind of did the diva stuff and I'm just a bit more chilled out. She's one of us. You're one of the people, uh, aren't you? You're the people's princess. Lovely. And also coming up later on the show, we've got Will from a little band called Everything But Arms. Give Will a little cheer. Now, this is quite exciting because Everything But Arms were, in fact, our first ever guests on the show, weren't they? That was way back. Yeah. Were we? Yeah, don't, don't, yeah, look, I know you've tried to forget those dark, difficult days. (laughs) I think it must have been episode four. Four, I want to say. Yeah, it was about episode four. Yeah, where yeah. your bandmates uh, Daryl and Callum came on. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're not here. Unfortunately, the whole band couldn't make it. But Will has soldiered on under the promise of mince pies and some whiskey and a Christmas hat. And, a Christmas hat. and he's brought us a present as well, Mister yeah, Swan. A present. Yeah, an actual present. Oh, fantastic! But I think there's only one present, and there's two of us. That's so fine. We can share, can't we? We're gonna have to have like a cracker pulling competition to see um, who wins. I'm up for that. Yeah, because we have got crackers. Mister Swan, should we pull a cracker? Yeah, go on. Let's get the ball started. Live on air. Drum roll, please. Ooh. Yay! Whoa. Mr. Swan won that one, so it looks like he gets a present. <laughs> yeah, he's... Do you want to read out the joke, Mr. Swan? I'd love to. Okay, you guys, here's a festive joke for you. What part of a clock is always old? The time. 
The second hand. Oh! Right, speaking of time, you've got to properly whiz through this show, haven't we? Why is there giggling going on? Why have you won? A locket? I've won, it's a a charm for my mobile phone. Oh, Mrs. Swan's won a mobile phone (laughs) charm. Well, that's really... But yeah, here we are, Boys in the Basement, episode 47, Christmas special. It's coming to the end of 2012. What an amazing year we've had. We've had Mr. North go away, we've had Mr. North come back, and he's not here today, is he? No, he's not here. I almost forgot to mention it totally. He's had enough of it, really. Yeah, Mr. North is, uh, where is he? He's gone to some Christmas party Christmas party somewhere yeah he's needed elsewhere yeah, the age concerned Christmas party, they need helpers uh, to uh, assist with that. So we are soldiering on without him. We've also got in the room Department of Audio and Visual Engineering wearing a hat. Hi, hi, hi. Hello, hello. We've also got Gypsy Jim. Hello. And we've got Tom Pickup. How are you, Tom? He's alright. He's alright. He's going to be um, rating some mince pies later on. You've got a great bit of work on that coming up. He's going to have a blind taste test. He's going to let us know what he thinks. That's quite festive, isn't it? Very festive and very he topical. He said I'm going to let him snow what he thinks. <laughs> okay. But boom! And we got pun-based comedian in the corner, Lucy George. No, you did the joke. You did the you joke. You just sort of labelled it, though. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I spotted, spotted it. it. Congrats. Well done. This is going to be a cracking show. We need to smooth, push on through, really. Yeah. Now, because we've got so much going on, it's going to be a slightly longer show than normal. Uh, it's going to be even longer if I keep rabbiting on. We're going to have four songs today. We've got excellent music coming up from Signals, obviously Kirsty. We've got Bella Takes Chase. And also, we're going to have a lovely little song from Everything But Arms, because Will's come armed with a sack full of goodies, very much in the Santa Claus vein. So I think it's time for us first song now and then we can get the show on the road so what should we have first Mr Swan uh, or do I actually get to choose no it's already lined oh, up okay. I'm just hoping you pick what I picked uh, obviously Ellie or whatever it was called no because that's, <laughs> that's not you silly sod that was no, bad we're going to play a song by a band called Signals it's quite nice it's uh, called Square Wheels so uh, have a listen to this and when we come Square back Wheels. we're going to be talking to Ismar about snowboarding filmmaking and general life as a Muslim in a Christian world <laughs> here no, we not. go no, oh I hate how you shine and I hate how your waves hit me at angles I can't escape and at the best of times you crumble and wilt don't you dare get lost and weaker still how careful your highs and your lows is will you will have nothing to hide and nothing to prove and I know that you're mine but I hate how your waves hit me at angles I can't and you make mountains out of molehills move forward spread on square walls and I can't stand to stand up to you not even ashes can touch us too it's a wake up call to sleep through and your bed's now dirty and my lips are sealed and I said from the start that I'm in with this deal and we tried to work and rise above but all that we did was fall out of love and so love doesn't exist take yours so hit and miss and I don't
the song square wheels are you alright there Lucy yeah why are you giggling because <laughs> I was going to press the bell I'll press it get out of your system okay. go on there we go that was a bell but more importantly that was square wheels by signals a fantastic band they're from the local they're somewhere on around Portsmouth I think nice bunch you can find them on Facebook facebook.com slash signals UK and they've got an EP on Bandcamp which is called the square wheels EP so we played the lead track off that because we are yeah there's method in our madness that was very good yeah I know it's, it's very pro- good singers well fit <laughs> yeah, forget the song. Just so, so just check her out on Facebook because she's well worth looking well, just, at. Just I check think. her out. Just check her out, and then the band will naturally follow. They're talented and beautiful. What more could you want? It's one woman, three guys. So all the best, all the yeah. best situations in life start like that, don't they? Right. She, anyway, oh, what's that? You got a question? Well, I was just gonna, do you know her personally? Uh, it, not it, now, but I'm looking forward to receiving uh, some messages from her lawyer yeah, in the yeah, coming yeah, weeks. Uh, no, look, I'd like to say that I think you're a wonderful musician. I'm making this worse. We need to get out of this. Merry Christmas, Signals. We love your song. There's probably going to be guests in the future, so we can have this conversation in episode 50. Uh, No, right. You'll be lucky. (laughs) That's the woman's verdict there. Don't worry, I'm not a total misogynist. It's only occasional. I have to just report this radiator's boiling hot now. It just came on itself. Has that been on? Like, it hasn't been on? No, it was cold when we first came down. Can I sit sit there? No. We haven't I'm got quite time comfy for that. here. <laughs> Tell you what, Izzy, really we got to do cold. your. Li- we got to have a chat with you now, Izzy. You can't wander over to the radiator and leave yeah. the mic. Go on then. Because we are welcoming back Ismar, the famous Ismar. Mm. He's been a very loyal fan friend. <laughs> hey, here we go. <laughs> Look at that. Tom, pick up. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, yeah, there we go. That was that was a standing ovation for the great Ismar there. Thank now, you. like I say, Ismar has had he's sort of entwined in the very DNA of Boys in the Basement. We were having a chat earlier on today, weren't we, Ismar? And, uh, when did you decide that we first met? 
Uh, I think two years ago, <clears throat> when we were doing sofa sessions, and you uh, you mentioned it on your show, and you said you said that we looked like gypsies because we were towing a sofa around the country. Oh yeah, actually, we, we weren't gypsies; we were filmmakers. <laughs> Jim, Ima- imagine my surprise! <laughs> have, you, have you ever towed a sofa around the country, Jim? As our resident gypsy. But Ismar is not a gypsy. I thought we'd moved on from the gypsy thing, I was just highlighting that. Yeah, well, we need to let that go, because like you say, talented filmmakers. And that was way back, um, what was the uh, collective and what was going on back then? Uh, That was back in the day of Unzip Media when we were making, uh, yeah, first starting out, just making these little movies. And we were were pretty focused on music, music videos, bands, and I guess, so were you with your show. And Mm -hmm. and, and that's how we met. It was the kind of first incarnation of my filmmaking career. I've never wanted to be someone that was just uh, Ismar filmmaker. I always wanted to do it under a title to get more people involved. Um, so started Unzip, and then uh, kind of progressed and started something new with another guy uh, called Button Up. But now, yeah, I think to go back on myself, I am going to go more independent and just be Ismar the filmmaker. Okay, so what was Button Up all about? Uh, Button Up, that was kind of the progression from from Unzip. Unzip was a lot of free stuff because uh, we were first starting out and we were. Um, just kind of keen on making videos for friends and bands and stuff like that. But then it got to a point where uh, we just needed to start making a little bit of money out of it. So Button Up was really the first sense of corporate videos and, and work like that. And uh, it, it's been really great. The past 18 months, we've we've worked for clients such as like Panasonic, Google, um, Friends of the Earth. And yeah, it's, it's been really cool. So it's just been the progression and... Now I'm kind of leaving it behind to focus on other ventures. Very exciting. Now you've spoken there the last 18 months. You said you've done lots of these nice corporate things, all yep. very swish. But there's been one big project that's overshadowed your last sort of year or so, hasn't there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, It'd be rude of us not to mention it while you're here. Yep, yep. So the big film, because uh, obviously for a filmmaker we do we do our corporate jobs um, to kind of earn a living. But then we, we've got our passion projects, which aren't kind of financially motivated. They're just... Uh, for the story, uh, for the narrative, and, and stuff like that. So our big one in the past 12 months has been uh, a snowboard film called The White Line, um, and we went to Switzerland last year and shot it, and we've spent kind of eight months editing it. And, yeah, it's uh, it's finally released, and it's it's gone down a storm. People have really enjoyed it. So I think we've kind of we've found what we're kind of good at. But, yeah, I mean, we're, we just want to keep making these snowboard films because I think we, we captured something novel and unique because, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure how much you know about the world of snowboard movies, but um, they're all action-packed and kind of high adrenaline and there's some amazing cinematography and shots in there. Uh, and obviously people love those films, but for us as filmmakers, having never made a snowboard film before, we went into it and just asked the question of, uh, why isn't there more story? Why aren't there characters? We're we're seeing the, these amazing shots, but there's nothing actually tying it together. So we wanted to make a film with a bit more story, and and, and we did that with uh, a guy called Jake, Jake Cornish, who I met um, in Switzerland, and uh, yeah, we told the story about uh, his survival of an avalanche and why he still keeps riding despite. Uh, being caught in an avalanche and having both his arms kind of snapped to pieces and filled with metal plates. Blimey. Lucy George there, you're nodding very sagely there. What do you think of that? It's just cool, isn't it? Cool. Exactly. Freezing, I'd imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Now, just before we talk a little bit more about the film, you've actually got a little soundbite from the film lined up, haven't you, Ismar? Yes, I do. Uh, So here's kind of the first ten seconds of the video. Okay. Here we go. I got powder hungry. I got the snow bone. 
and things just went down here and we just got stuck in a bad spot. We got caught in an avalanche. There we go. Well, that sounds all very dramatic. The people in the room without headphones, to them, that was a bit lost on them, but <laughs> yeah. very dramatic sounding. Because uh, your, your films are always very artistic, and that's something I've always admired about what you do, is you don't let sort of the commercial aspects get in the way of your artistic vision, which yeah. I like. So um, how did you approach filming a snowboard film? Because I can only imagine you had no previous experience of filming up a mountain. Yeah, it was really tough. Like I say, we it was kind of liberating because we went into it with no preconceptions. I mean, it could be seen as a bit naive and, and ignorant because we hadn't done much research into snowboard films and how they should be. Um, but I was it, it was liberating, like I say, because we had no... Uh, preconceptions or misgivings we just went in and made a movie uh, like a movie should be made with uh, narrative and, and stuff like that um, so I guess that the artistic part of that kind of came uh, from from not being restricted by format or genre or how these films are usually made we just made something that we knew would be good okay and just to clarify this was all done like independently just like off your own back no budget uh, yeah yeah exactly so uh, I met Jake uh, kind of um, two years ago actually when I was doing some uh, charity photography work in Switzerland and he, he was working in the snowboard shop where we were getting gear from and um, I was just chatting to him uh, one day I had my camera with me and we said yeah let, let's go up and do some snowboarding um, so while we were in the in the ski lift I kind of rolled the camera and I decided to ask a few questions and I said yeah what what kind of injuries have you had have you kind of broken an arm or, or a leg and he said yeah I've broken both my arms okay so how did you break them how did it happen and then cool as a cucumber, this guy just says, I was caught in an avalanche, swept through a forest, broke both my arms, and then he showed me his scars. And kind of in that moment, um, I just said, I, I have to make a film about you. <coughs> it, How did it, you respond it, to that? It all sounds very dramatic. Well, I kind of... Sounds con- like a terrible chat-up line, because I've yeah. often used that on a woman. I know, I know. <laughs> he was confined in this little ski lift. Uh, oh, that's the trick. That's what yeah, I'm not doing. Yeah, he couldn't get away. Um, uh, okay. But yeah, anyway, so because uh, the, the way I convinced him was by shooting a bit of footage when we were up the mountain and piecing it together with the interview I did in the ski lift. And obviously, I mean, I'd known this guy for less than 24 hours before I was doing this, and suddenly I was saying, we should make a movie. So obviously he, he was a bit sceptical, um, but once I edited together this little trailer of what I'd done, he, he liked my work and we just started plotting and scheming and yeah, decided to go to Switzerland last January. Uh, we went kind of off our own back, me and a, a cameraman friend of mine called George. We just funded the flights ourselves. Um, Jake managed to get us free passes from Onzer, the mountain which we were at, which is just the most beautiful mountain in Switzerland. Other um, mountains are available. Yep, but none as good as this. Oh, that's so, a bold ooh. claim. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah, go to other a, mountains expecting a, to be entertained. A, a You've very, heard of Everest, but he's a has-been. It's a, it's a very pretty village. And, uh, yeah, they were really kind, the tourist, tourism office, and they gave us uh, free passes to go up the, up the mountain and do some filming. And, uh, yeah, apart from their, their help with that and... Um, uh, a, f- a few other places for example we got the shop that jake worked at before um sport central sports they they gave us free gear uh kind of to snowboard so we didn't we didn't pay for a huge amount but the things that we did have to pay for were all out of our own pockets so food flights everything like that and obviously all the time spent editing so when you say you put a narrative to it what does that mean because like what what makes your film substantially different to like one of those ones where they're just jumping over mountains and things um well obviously we, we've got the tricks and, and the stuff like that because that's that's the bread and butter that's what snowboarders want to see but the narrative was really it was quite loose to be honest it wasn't like uh, a story with an end point saying this is you know this is where we begin with jake and he, this is where we end it was more 
the narrative was really Jake. He was he was the kind of star, and he he was what we were following because I think I think everyone will agree it's kind of nuts to think that someone could be in an avalanche. Like it's for us living in England, it's pretty crazy. You think yeah, it'd be deeply is. unfortunate if that happened yeah, in Peterswood High exactly. Street. <laughs> it's a bad day out. You, you see an avalanche on TV or whatever, and you just think that it's just this ridiculous force of nature. How could anyone survive it? So for him to still be snowboarding after that, it's just kind of beyond belief so he was the story he is the narrative um you know he, he's quite a, a shy personal guy so he doesn't it was hard for him maybe to get accustomed to us filming but like i say i was i was pretty <laughs> i was pretty relentless and brutal when i was saying <laughs> I, I just want to make a film about you because i think you've got a great story okay well that's brilliant because um it's a short film isn't it so it's what 15 yep. minutes long uh, 14 minutes and that's, 14 minutes yeah, that's uh Bang on 14 minutes, actually. Bang on 14 minutes. And I've taken the time to watch it, and it's quite a beautiful little bit of art. Mr. Swan, have you watched it? I, I haven't watched it yet, but oh. I'm I asked you to, to do one it. thing. Get I say, will you please Get watch out. the White Line movie? I'm definitely going to do it now. It's Don't amazing. Worry, yeah. I haven't but listened to your show for ages. Oh, so. Hey, how <laughs> so dare you? Not many people Hey, have. no, that's a lie, actually. Here's my turn up today and said, oh, I've been listening to your last show on the way down, getting back into it. Our other guest, Will, was listening yeah. to us on the way down here. So it's a little we bit were, back reunion. It was just like cramming the night before an exam. So yeah. Shit. <laughs> just like, remember who they are. Which Who's Mr. Swan? Who's Mr. Parton? What does his voice sound like? But no, you haven't seen white line yet but there might be another one coming soon mightn't there there is we're going out on the 4th of january and this um, time it's personal this time it is personal we're we're continuing the kind of uh, title of the white line because we're continuing with jake's story um but the kind of sub tagline thing uh, is deeper than snow so the white line deeper than snow because we want to um get under the skin of snowboarders and kind of into the hearts of the audience uh, that's the aim and, and the underlying question is going to be why do you ride so we're taking uh, what we did last year with jake and expanding it so every time he goes to do a big trick or something we're, we're going to really focus on deconstructing the moment of kind of taking flight and these crazy moves that they do in the air and just kind of ask the question of why what goes into it what why do you want to kind of throw your body like that and, and what you're doing again it's quite loose but um we're we're continuing with the personal narrative so we're doing that in january and we're going out again uh, in easter to shoot for another couple of weeks and hopefully in the summer to shoot some glaciers luckily this time we do have some support um, from brands and stuff, um, we've got a great company called Homeschool from Canada, and they're uh, they're supplying us with kind of outerwear jackets and salopettes and stuff like that. And there's other people that have been jumping on board, but we're we're not allowed to reveal everything. Okay. Uh, but the big thing that we're looking for as well is crowdfunding. Um, so we're asking friends, families, uh, listeners of podcasts. That's why he's really here, folks. Yeah, he wants you to dig uh, deep. It's, uh, it's at this time of year. Exactly. It's uh, it's been a big <laughs> big build up to this one moment. So if people did want to dig deep and lob some money at you, how would they go about that? Where would they find you uh, we've on got, the what what what? We we've got an Indiegogo page, so if you just go to indiegogo.com forward slash the white line crew. Yeah, that's you'll probably put a link on your website. Of course I will. You Thanks for the now. reminder. You have to Thanks now. for the hint. It's in the show. Don't worry, I'm pro now, mate. I've got an iPad and everything. I don't forget anything these days. And if anyone wanted to go and watch the, the White Line film, the first one, including Mr. Swan, who will do that tonight, is mine. I'm very sorry he's <laughs> let you down. I will do it immediately. Uh, where can they you find uh, that initial first film? Well, to be honest, the best thing to do is to go on our website, uh, mm. which is thewhitelinemovie.com. 
We've okay. kept it very nice and simple. And if you go on there, there's a little tab at the side that says film or, or movie or something. And if you just click on that, we've got the film on YouTube. We've got it on Vimeo and all, all great uh, online video providers. Brilliant. That's, it's going to be a smash hit. Well, thanks, is Mark. We're going to talk a little bit more to you later on. But for now, I think it's time for a little bit more music because Mr. Swan looks a bit restless and he's a wee-wee. Do you need a wee-wee, Swan? No, no, no. Am, not I, am I keeping you up? No, no, no. Am I boring fine. you? No, he's you're not. Of course not. Dave's just shown me a horrible picture. Oh, God. Horrible we don't want to know about that. No. But no. yeah, we're going to play some song now because it's devolving now. Dave's getting out pornography, frankly, and yeah. I won't have it in the basement. Uh, we're going to speak a little bit more to Ismar after this song, and then we've got all the excitement of talking to Lucy George. You ready, Lucy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be all right. Okay, so this next oh, song coming up is from um, it's from a lady who, when we played her before, she was called Kirsty Folan, but now she's yeah. branded herself as Obviously Kirsty. Now, I'm worried that so many acts that we feature change They're their name. They're all changing their Following being featured on the show. <laughs> so, um, But this song, it's quite nice. It's called Bears, and I think that's a little bit Christmassy, because you get like a teddy bear at Christmas, yeah, don't you, Lucy? You do. Polar bears. So I'd like to dedicate polar this bears. song. My friend had a Christmas jumper with a polar bear on it, but the jumper was red. Yeah. So when the polar bear was white, the polar bear had red eyes, and it was so scary. I was like, you cannot wear that to a party. <laughs> okay, well, this one I'd like to dedicate. This, this is very profound. Yeah, I'd like to dedicate this song to Lucy George, lover of bears everywhere. So, uh, yeah, this is obviously Kirsty with the song Bears. We'll be back in a minute. She sat down at the cinema. She ignored all the stairs and laughs And made sure that her friends had a good view One by one she laid them out Told them what the film's about They looked at her through threads and button eyes I will never feel alive Faces I have sown. I will never feel afraid. The bears will keep me safe till my last day. Come on. 
The lovely Christmassy sound of bears there from Kirsty Folan. Was that nice, Mrs. Swan? No, I that? enjoyed that. Yeah, it was very nice. Lucy George, did you enjoy that? I loved it. Now, Lucy George and Ismar are bonding at the moment. They are both clutching the end of a cracker. They're about to pull it. Go on, give it a tug. Three, two, one, go. Oh, I lost twice. This is oh, so no. Bad. I've lost <laughs> to Mr. Sorry. Swan and Ismar now. Oh, God, it's not going well for you. But, yeah, if you want to check out Kirsty Folan, who is now called Obviously Kirsty, you can go to kirstyfolan.com or, quite confusingly, facebook.com slash obviouslykirsty. So, um, I think she might need to sort of streamline her branding a little bit there. Very confusing. If I was going to give her any top tips, that would be it. I yeah, think. We're, we're not ones to give tips on anything, <laughs> from, from though, really, professionals are we? of the airwaves <laughs> yeah. and the visual waves and the web waves, that is what I would say to you. But Kirsty, making some lovely tunes. Her sound's really progressed. It's a bit richer and fuller than before. She's obviously been in a studio, I think, and got all pro. They do you the world of good. Yeah, well, being on, I think it was her initial appearance on here. It always boosts people, Obviously, it? yeah, that's why she changed the name. Boosts people, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> why she's distanced herself. But that was fantastic. Right, we're back. Who are you going to have a little chat with now? We could just literally just spin a bottle. This we can pick, so yeah. full of creative types at the moment. Pick me! Oh, there we go. We've got a winner. <laughs> Lucy George, West End Diva, who's not actually a diva. She just hangs around with divas, apparently. Yeah. Uh, now, Lucy, you're here. And Ismar, our resident filmmaker, yep. he's decided that he wants to interview you. So are you up for this? Yeah. Yes. It means we- I've got to be quiet for quite a long time. You're going to really struggle with this. You can jump in. Oh, don't worry, I will. It's not the first yeah. time Ismar said that to me. <laughs> but it's so, Lucy, Ismar's going to interview you now in a professional manner about your West End career. Okay. You ready? Do bear in mind, Ismar, that my West End career is just starting out. Okay. So. Okay, so let's kick off with that. What What have you been in? What's like? Yeah. Specific? Well, um, I finished uni in June, um, and auditioned through the summer, and by September I got my first role in a touring London show, um, and it was called Let's Go to the Movies. It was really good because it was all of my favourite sort of genre of music, which mm-hmm. was. Um, Oh, my names have gone blank now. <laughs> Fred and Ginger. So many. So <laughs> no, seriously, it's, it's great. It's all the old-fashioned stuff I love. Like It's weird because my singing, my dancing, and my acting all suits a certain okay. style, which is quite handy because you know exactly what you can then go into after finishing. Mm-hmm. So um, Fred and Ginger, Judy Garland... All of the old classics. You like that, don't you, Mr. I Swan? love a bit of Fred Astaire. Yeah, we yeah. were singing it the other day. We were, we were dancing, yeah. Loud. Thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for telling everyone that. Again. Yeah. He loves it. I he do loves... like a bit of Fred and Ginger from yeah. time to time. Can you give us an example? Uh, no, I'm more of a dancer. She's the singer. Ah. So, yeah, I'm dancing now. Yeah, so how, how did you get into uh, singing, dancing and acting? Well... This is a long story. Okay. Do we have time will... for a long story, no, Mr. No, but I, I we'll will... We'll make time. Um, we'll I... make time. <laughs> we, we can <laughs> edit it out afterwards. I guarantee it'll be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, basically, when I was at school, I kept on auditioning to be in the school play, but they were like, no. All you had to do was sing Happy Birthday in tune, oh, and good. I couldn't do it. So I anyway, got to the end of the last year of my junior school, which was year six, and this was like my last shot, you know? I thought, this has got to count. And my mum was like, you can do All it. All or nothing. <laughs> All or nothing. <laughs> All or nothing. Have, have you been on X Factor? Because this is... No, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not big on X Factor. But anyway, You've got the don't get story. me on X Factor. Okay, because um, Yeah. Um, so I auditioned and got the part, the what? main part. What, I didn't just get it? in the show. I got the main part. That was me and my girl, and mm-hmm. I played Sally, and she's like, Cockney. Mm-hmm. My first line was, Call blimey, I think it's the bleeding alien. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll never Classic. forget that line, yeah. And, um... <laughs> 
so I did that part and it was in the main it was in the big theatre in South Sea, the King's Theatre. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure people who are familiar with Portsmouth will know that theatre. Um, and I played that part at the age of ten, so that was where Good I really part. started. Yeah, and I, I had singing lessons because obviously I, I had some improving to do. Yeah. So you can actually improve your voice just by having like lots of lessons it oh, just takes yeah. a lot of practice yeah or? massively like i thought i was at a good standard by the time i got to training at music school like mm-hmm. drama school but it's where that's where the training starts i mean that sounds obvious but you'd think the voice you have is what you're going to end up yeah. with i think it was more a confidence thing and it still is now like people with confidence go so much further and you, obviously you have got to have a talent mm. but um, I think it's more that I didn't really realise that I had it and I wasn't necessarily interested in it I mean I've danced from a young age but I hadn't sung from a young age mm. a but starting... you, you said you, you said you couldn't even sing Happy Birthday so surely you were horrendous I think it might be oh. like <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, only saying me. that because you're no, not now I, did, so I obviously either didn't have the confidence to stand in front of a panel and sing Happy Birthday or maybe I even lapsed you know, oh, okay. kn- knowing the tune, Fair. maybe. You did, it's not very well known, <laughs> is it? <laughs> I don't know. There, there could be many reasons, but I got there in the end. Okay, listen, I'm going to put you on the spot now. Sing right. us a happy birthday. No, there's yeah. way more funner I'm, things I'm, that I'm, we can I'm do. Funner. Could you sing us a Christmas song? Oh, yeah. What, what um, one could you sing us? Rocking around the Christmas tree, have a happy holiday. <laughs> I don't know the words. <laughs> I want to hear a happy birthday. That's my favourite song. A, I want to hear a really sensual happy birthday. Sensual? sensual. Oh, no, we're not going down that road, I'm afraid. <laughs> Ismail's taken over my entire persona. You've been copying it. I've had to come back in here well. and show you how it's done. Right, it's Mr. Potter. So, Lucy, backstage, you see a lot of nipples. Uh, <laughs> and I used to have a thing, actually. Cause what, I a nipple? <laughs> no, no, no. Did you have to I... take them off to be famous? <laughs> no, I... I'm scandaling the West End. I was... Uh, I wouldn't, like doing my costume changes really quick in front of like everyone and they were like you're gonna have to just get naked and I was like oh my god I can know. I be an actorist <laughs> um yeah <laughs> so much confidence I wanted to say about your um, snowboarding film oh um, look at oh, this it's just sweet. she's coming back sorry, the snowboard sorry. film The White Line I've been thinking about it yeah thewhitelinemovie.com thewhitelinemovie.com available um, at all good internet shops I just thought it was pretty cool. That's all I really wanted to say. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have you watched it, Lucy? No, but I'm going to now. Obviously, I had never met um, Ismar or or knew his work, but I thought it sounded cool. He can make a film of you. I'm an absolute disaster on the the strokes, on the slopes. I've had, like, (laughs) nine lives, and I've used eight of them. So so I refuse to go skiing ever again. If you make a white line three, you're the person. I cannot go, because all my friends are like, oh, my God, must go skiing. But I've been, like, five times, and I've nearly died. Have you snowboarded? My bag bag got caught... On a um, ski a lift, oh, you know, like a little over-the-shoulder bag. I needed to be fast <laughs> oh, on the lift, on the slopes, on the slopes. <laughs> yeah. And my bag got caught and pulled me up by my oh, neck, and I was hanging in the air. That is not funny. That <laughs> is... I basically <laughs> when you said myself. about your eight lives, that is yeah, yeah that, is that was vicious. like. Hang on, yeah. sorry. Can I? Can I? How did re- you get out of that? They had to stop the lift. <laughs> <laughs> can I? Can I make a film about you? <laughs> Screw Avalanche. Yeah. Is, you, you've been hung. She's a one-woman Avalanche. Yeah, I, you I could can't be like, that. when will the ninth, ninth life end? 
No, that's a really rubbish title. Yeah. Leave the creative <laughs> stuff to be smart. You just be I, you. Okay. I want to hire you right now. It's, just, it's incredible. Okay, so, but yeah, have you tried snowboarding or... No, well, but that might be the snowboarders way are definitely better, aren't they? Oh, uh, yeah. This has turned into quite a nice little chat ever between yeah. us, Sorry, Lucy. it's not oh, anyway, anyway, anymore. I feel bad, like, let's not talk about snowboarding. No, what the, the listeners West can't West appreciate is Ismar's here, he's wrapped himself in, like, a blanket, for, it's over <laughs> his knees, Lucy's yeah. got one over her knees. It's all very cut, it's like being at an yeah. old people's home, just having yeah. a little natter at Christmas. <laughs> I love old people's oh. homes. <laughs> I met someone in an old people's home the other day, and they were 108. Did you sing Happy Birthday? Did that you, is a good inning. That's a very good inning, <laughs> yeah. I bet they know the words to Happy Birthday. Yeah, probably. Did they know the tune? <laughs> so yeah so more about the West End so what's next what's lined up well from the from the first job I did I loved it but I just feel like there's different avenues I want to go down like I do want to perform more in musical theatre um, but I also want to look at presenting mm-hmm. so I'm looking into getting a show real done children's presenting mainly because it would yeah. just be so fun wouldn't CBBs. it yeah. yeah I want to be on children's TV Ooh. and have my own personality and bring that to the kids yeah yeah they'll love it <laughs> well, I think you've got a great personality and you'll go very far thank you yeah, that's very talking. kind I think you'll go very far should we go far together yeah, let's go far I'm going to have to pull you two apart. I'll get a bucket of water. Yeah, and that's just for me. Bloody hell, the pheromones coming off from over there. Jeez Louise. Right, I think we should play a song. Do you want something romantic, you two? Marvin Gaye. Sorry, Robert. Yeah, Yeah, we'd like to put a little shout out to Lucy's boyfriend. Rob Dawn. Yeah, Rob, how you doing, Rob? Hi, Rob. My girlfriend is also pretty amazing. Oh, yeah, Northlow Ismar's got a girlfriend as well, so this can never happen. This is like, oh, this is like West Side Story or like Romeo and Juliet. Oh, bringing it back to Montagues and Capulets. You see, that's what I do. I just lubricate the wheels of this beautiful machine of a podcast. And speaking of this beautiful machine of a podcast, time for a song now. You excited about another song, Lucy? Yeah. You going to sing along to it? Yeah. Good. You won't know the words because you've never heard this before. <laughs> if I don't know, happy honest, birthday that's then. That's stopped you in the past. <laughs> uh, right, this is actually a song from a young lady called Bella Takes Chase and she got in touch with us and again, she's another nice looking girl. Why do you keep getting girls? <sighs> well, mate, that's what they always ask me. <laughs> that's what they all say. <laughs> that's what they all say. How do I get Why the do girls? Why agreeing? Yeah, because, mate, this is a great forum with which to take advantage. I mean, to get people in <laughs> and use their talent. I've got a podcast in a basement. I've got a podcast in a basement. It's, uh, it's nice in here though, Lucy, isn't it? Yeah. Lovely. See, that's the women, women like I'm it. Here. It's lovely. It's lovely. How dare you, little sleaze bag Ismar over there, who's just spent the last half an hour <laughs> trying to seduce a West End musical lady, hey, right? Hey, and then you cool. turn on me. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, this song is from a lovely lady called Bella Takes Chase, and I'm going to play a song called Eye Pennies because I love this song. Love this song. Very much like the Brooke Wagoner sound, and I'm very fond of it, the old Brooke Wagoner. Mr. Swan, do you know Brooke Wagoner? Yeah, I haven't got a clue. No? Do you know Bella Takes Chase? Yes. Do you? Yeah, yeah. She's a yeah. nice looking girl. Ismar's having a mince pie it's all kicking off so here is a little bit of eye pennies for you when we come back we're going to speak to Will from Everything But Arms I believe was a bear 
Oh, well, that was nice and relaxing. That was I Pennies from Bella Takes Chase. And if you want to find out more about her, it is Bella with one L takes chase dot com. So you got that swan? You look a bit in pain. Got it. No, no, got it. Now, why do you look in pain? No, just one L. That I feel, like I, I feel like I'd have a little chat with you. I haven't really spoken too much we this show. Ch- no, I've, well, there's too much talent in the basement. I'm just sort of sitting and listening. I love it. <laughs> You've been in your own avalanche of it's talent, nice. haven't you? Yeah, I know. It's brilliant. How's the Christmas special going for you? I'm really enjoying it. I think we've done well this year. Yeah, do you think it's the best one ever? Yeah, how many have we done? Two? Do you think... I, I know why it's so good. <laughs> why? North's not here. Yeah, that we can is actually true. have fun. We've barely spoken about that, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I want to keep it that way. Yeah. Uh, right, so you've just had, heard Ismar there talking to Lucy. Lucy's now retired to the subterranean sofa. How is the sofa, Lucy? Comfy. It's comfy. Ismar is still on the mic. Yep. Ismar, you've lost your blanket, keeping you warm. Do you want it back? I've, now? I've actually warmed up. Oh, superb. Bit. I don't know if it's this spot, but or, it is cold. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah, someone died in that chair. That's gone really dark all the time. One of our guests dropped dead, and ever since that chair has had a certain icy shudder of the past. Paranormal. <laughs> uh, but no, Will from Everything But Arms, it's now his turn to chat. What's up? He's got to follow up the Lucy George epic there. We're all very excited about it. So, Will, how are you, mate? I'm all right, man. I don't feel somehow that I'm going to be as epic. Oh, don't put yourself down. Or whoa, is that whoa, whoa. like... You're in a band. Come on. That yeah, is, come on. That is epic. Everyone wants Will, to Will, can I band. ask, can you sing Happy Birthday? Oh, right. Let's calm this <laughs> right down. Because Will from Everything But Arms is here. Now, as I touched on earlier, the whole band, we wanted to get the whole band on this evening to play some tunes live. Uh, what happened to everyone, Will? Um, Where are they? Well, it, their jobs, like... I've just ramped up because of Christmas. Because as we've touched on, about, what, three years ago now? Mm. Your bandmates came in. Yeah, the first... First guests. Yes. I'm so surprised. I thought you guys had people on before us. No, you were the first. It was only episode, like, four. Three or four, yeah, it was. (laughs) And those first three shows were dark, difficult days. Really bad. Yeah. (laughs) Really bad. We came in and shone the light. Um, did and they give you any there. sort of pointers or hints or tips? Not really, no. They oh, okay. just said, oh, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Well, you're here now. Um, Everything But Arms have obviously come in a, a massive way since you, they first came on the show at that time yeah, ago. Yeah, man, it's been, it's been great. We've done so much stuff. Yeah, you've had a lineup change. We have, yeah. We've got two more guitarists in, mm-hmm. which has been uh, nice there. Two more? James and Chris, yeah. How many did you have before? We had the singular. Okay. And then now we have the plural. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, like what you did there. Yep. Okay. And have you um, had any more music come out? Any more EPs? Yes. Um, we have had an album. Come Ooh, out. very exciting. We did a tour as well for our album that uh, came out. It's called Thunder and Lightning. Uh, if you guys want to listen to it, you can listen to it for free on Spotify. Oh, um, he's a pro. Yeah. Uh, we've also got a, a taster song to give away for free on a website. So if you'd like a free song, you can go to everythingbutarms.com slash free song and get one. We can do that, can't we? Oh my God, that's so professional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Free song? That's good. What is the song called that you can get for free? It's called How to Kill a Narwhal. Okay. That's like, <laughs> isn't that like a type of giant whale or something? Yeah, no, well, how our songwriting process works is we write the song, it's nice, deep and meaningful, has a story to it, and then we pick the most inappropriate title okay. for that song. So um, it just came up, I think we watched a documentary about narwhals and them having quite long genitals and then we were just like we want to write a song with that as the title okay but the actual song has no aquatic references to it whatsoever not at all so bleeding ambiguous these artists (laughs) up is down down is up right is left I can't cope I can't cope with all this alright oh Popper's over there in the corner he's off home (laughs) I just 
I'm taking like on the Mr. North role this evening. You just like a simple bit of music. Yeah, you like your bland pop, don't you? Bland pop? Yeah, didn't you go and see some bland band the other day? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we went, uh, myself and Mr. North went and saw Keen. Keen are awesome. Yeah. Thank you How very much. Oh, Thank no. you. I, I'm not too keen. Because <laughs> 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 actually, last show... They were very good. Last they show, very good, to be Mr. Fair. North promised a review of them on this show. Can you give us a five-second review of Keen, please? They were fantastic. Awesome, wow. Cool, well, there we go. <laughs> anyway, back to everything but arms. So you've been doing a lot of gigs. Whereabouts have you been gigging? Nice. Um, recently we played Guildfest in July, mm-hmm. which was fun. Uh, Mother Bar, London, the O2 Academy in Islington, Joiners, uh, the Cellars. We're playing the Wedgwood Rooms on the 27th of December. So you've been getting on and up it. Now, Little Callum, who's in your band, who came before, yeah, how's, he get, how's he getting on these days? Yeah, he's alright. He's a good little, little lad Callum. on the keyboard, isn't yeah. he? Oh, I love Little Callum. We've had to... Um, Sometimes Callum is, he likes to headbang quite a lot, because songs are a bit rocky, so mm. he gets very into it, and about, I think the last couple times we've played, three or four times, he's hit his head on the top of his keyboards. Oh god, Ooh. is so, he alright? Yeah, he's alright, he Good. just keeps giving himself a concussion. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> we need to like invest in some foam to put on top of a keyboard, so okay. he can just bounce off of it. So you need, have you started like an Indiegogo page, like Ismar, yeah, to can, sort of... Like, you can just send us <laughs> you can donate. Yep. Just send us foam. Actually, I've got a bit of foam somewhere well, in this mate, room. Where is, where's my foam yeah. There we go. There you go, you can have that on the house. It's a bit of sound installation. There we go. Speaking of Christmas presents... Oh my God, what? I have. Oh, I'm excited. Oh my God. Ooh, drum roll. I was supposed to have three of these. Okay, what went wrong? The boys in the basements, but James, our guitarist, took home all of the merch, so I couldn't bring him. But there is, in fact, one Everything But Arms t-shirt wow. here. Oh, oh, wow. Very nice. You guys would like We can share it around, having a rotor. What size is it? It is medium. Just yeah. <laughs> is that bad? No, I think that's good. Medium's good. Especially with my gym work lately. I'm slimming down. Oh, let's to not go on about I don't want to talk about that. Oh, no. Why? Why? Because me and Mr. North aren't happy about it. Uh, why not? Why? Because you never do anything in the gym, and now you've suddenly just sort of, you're going there way more than me and him are, and it's putting us to shame, really. What do you mean you've never Good been lad. Should, should be inspiration. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, we, uh, we do a lot of exercise. I cycled to Paris and back, and Mr. Parton Ooh. couldn't even be bothered to get up to do a charity bike ride around <laughs> Petersfield. Hey, don't make <laughs> this about me. This is about everything but arms giving us a present. All right, yeah. This may be a Christmas special, but we don't need a row after okay. dinner. All right. all right, that's okay. not what we need. Okay. So, like, we're very nice to have you here. Um, what's next for everything but arms? What's on the cards for 2013? Well, for 2013 is um, critical stuff. Uh, oh, okay. After we played Guildfest, and from July, we took out time to write our next sort of album EP thing that we're doing. And I think our strategy next is just to release three or four singles in 2013. So we've got like music videos and lots of promo and touring and gigging just off of the back of four or so singles so there's so much to come in 2013 okay it's gonna be a big year it is yeah okay that can you sign that shirt before you go then just in case (laughs) sure if you want man has anyone got a pen Uh, we should have we should have prepared this because this is going to be embarrassing now isn't it we've got a pencil oh here we go it's a biro (laughs) that'll sign a shirt that well no (laughs) no we'll find a sharpie somewhere north will have one in his man drawer won't he yeah he'll have them all tucked away won't he yeah probably he's probably hidden them all from us in case we graffiti on his or something (laughs) on anything well um I've noticed when I because you've got a song I listened to a little while ago called "Moving On, Moving Out." Yes, that's a cracking tune, isn't it? Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely cracking. So, was that off of your late last album? Yes, Thunder and Lightning is the okay. opening track to Thunder and Lightning. And is that is that album available to actually buy? Yes, on, like, iTunes? on iTunes on all good, iTunes 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 on all good internet music providers. Uh, yeah, I genuinely think it's on all of them. We signed up to a service <laughs> called CD Baby. Other shop internet distributors, yeah, but are you available. can promote them because they're, they're doing you all right, aren't they? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah they've got us on literally everything. That's, I typed into Google, like, everything but Arms Music, and we came up on, like, Google Music, and I didn't even know that was a thing. What's Google that? Music? Yeah, that's, that's a thing. And you're spearheading the Google Music Apparently campaign? Apparently so. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> now, I've got a question. What's your accent, mate? It's been troubling <laughs> me. <laughs> what's, what's your accent, mate? Um, I am kind of Californian. Kind of Californian? Kind of. Just well, okay. Um, I was born in England, moved away when I was five to Chicago, right. which isn't in California. No. Then when I was 10, I moved to California, yeah. and I moved back when I was 16. Yeah. What's it like in California? It is It's like Californian girls and stuff. People are rich and live on hills and have nice cars, but the people there are very two-faced and very thick, and I can't get on with American girls. They're so ditzy. No, I like that about them. <laughs> so do you yeah. find, like, culturally, because you spent a lot of your grown-up life in America, do you feel like England is your home, or do you still feel more like America is and you're sort of an well, English man in when I moved, somewhere funny? <laughs> when I moved to uh, America, everyone thought I was English, and when I moved back, everyone thought I was American. So okay. It's this weird... So you don't belong anywhere? Yeah, kind of. Oh, God. I'm tra- you poor I'm, thing. Like, caught in the I middle. Really... I should, like, be in Iceland. Oh, it's God. like um, the we can start a rescue centre <laughs> for sort of people who don't belong. <laughs> a rescue centre for ambiguous Americans. Yeah. <laughs> so does that influence a lot of your songwriting? The fact that you come from sort of an American point of view. Um, I think so. I think a lot of people have described our music as more American rather than sort of British rock. If you put us on in a mix of like British and American artists, I don't think people would be able to pick us out. Do you think that's a good thing? Other. Maybe. Hmm. Okay. So that sort of does set you out apart a little bit, doesn't it? That's maybe why you're going from strength to strength. Because you're a band that doesn't belong anywhere. Yeah. You're like a feral band. Right, I think it's key for the listeners to be able to have a little bit of a, a listen to everything but arms now. Sweet, man. And you've brought a little pocket full of tunes, haven't I you? I have brought a little pocket full of tunes, if now, you can find it. That's right. Now, what song do you reckon you're going to play for us? Free you are song. literally rummaging in I your pocket. I am li- literally rummaging in my pocket. Now, I hope my iPod turns on. It does. Brilliant. Um, let's go with the song we plugged earlier which is free on our website again which is everything but arms he's pro just before we do any more yeah my guitarist James will absolutely kill me if I don't plug one thing the t-shirt that we're giving to you guys right now is on sale with all our other t-shirts and our album for one pound on our website over Christmas everything's one pound pound. everything is one pound god that's the cheapest way to buy clothing this Christmas yeah Yeah, right if the mum was cold just come to us we'll like, I don't reckon you could get a shirt anywhere else in the world for one pound. No. So literally, even if you don't like the band, just buy the shirt <laughs> and wear it inside out. Exactly. <laughs> okay. That'll do. So That's an amazing offer. It is, quite. And um, where's your merch store? It is everythingbutarms.bigcartel.com. Oh. Have you got enough stock to cope with that? Because there'll be loads yeah. of people going to do that. Yeah. Oh, I can already awesome. see Gypsy Jim reaching for his iPhone. <laughs> He's going to buy them for a quid and sell them yeah. on for two. He's topless at the moment, so he needs a T-shirt. <laughs> You'll buy one off me for a five, won't you, George? <laughs> He's already selling them all for a fiver. Well, that is a fantastic... And that's for just for the whole of December? Uh, yeah, for the whole of December. So if this pod- the podcast goes out... That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how we roll. <laughs> If it goes out in January, I'll just edit that whole chunk out of yeah, the show. It's fine. It, man. It's and if you're cool. listening to this show in the new year, where the bloody hell were you back in December? You missed out on that deal. But that's a good offer. And James, he plugged it, so give him a little hug when you next see him. Mm. All right, James going to be happy? Yeah, James is definitely Does he happy. rule with an iron fist? Uh, it, James is the nicest man in the world, but... Doesn't sound like it. If he's, <laughs> you don't want to disappoint him. Oh. There's, there's a dark side. Very North Korean of him. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Yeah. Right. Well, James, this song, we're going to dedicate this to you. Uh, what's it called again? Uh, this is well, called How to Kill a Narwhal, and this is on our website, which is everything.arms.com. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Will. Well, we'll have a listen to this, and when we come back, we're going to have Mr. Pickup's Blind Taste Test, and we're also going to have a little bit of news. So take it away, guys. 
that was everything but arms there with the song how to kill a narwhal what a tune we've just had a big debate about the correct pronunciation of that um, we have concluded it is narwhal uh, if you want to get in touch and correct us it's liam at boys in the basement podcast.com and if you want to own that song for absolutely no money at all it is everything for arms.com slash free song there we go. I'm getting a knowing nod from Will. He's happy yeah. that I got the website address right. I managed to memorise it for 15 seconds. <laughs> that is an achievement. Uh, right, it's getting emotional. Now we're into the last stretch of our Christmas special. It's been an epic. Sort of the initial enthusiasm in the background is now there's people sort of rubbing their eyes. There's people drooping. Jim's fisting his Christmas hat. It's a world <laughs> of chaos on the sofa. Uh, but we've got a little bit more Christmas still to come because we've pulled crackers, we've chatted about snow, we've had a song about bears, we've rung a bell. We are now going to do a review of a mince pie. Now, this is no ordinary mince pie, is it, Mr. Swan? Yeah, there's a number of different Christmas food types. Uh, do you want to talk us through what's there? Uh, we, uh, we have uh, a standard mince pie mini can we say where it's from uh yeah go on then it's a it's a waitrose mince pie all butter all butter right yeah, lovely we also have some heston blumenthal mince pies mm. uh, also bought from waitrose uh and we have a christmas panettone don't we yeah it's like a massive cake thing there's not much of it left to be fair but uh we have someone very special who's going to do a taste test on it yeah. for us. well we wanted someone to taste it who would really represent the people yeah a someone, connoisseur someone who the who who people at home could look up to in these times of peril in the these everyman. times of hardship it's the one and only Tom Pickup. Yay! Now you might have seen him before. He's a he's a world-renowned chef from Saturday Kitchen. <laughs> he's worked in some of the greatest restaurants in all of the world. How are you today, Tom? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, good, good, good. Now you're going to eat these three items we've got here and sort of give a bit of a review of how you find them. So you want, do you want to kick off with the standard mince pie there? I would love to. Okay, and just describe everything about it to the listeners. Small. Yeah. <laughs> um... And I'll start now. Yeah. You, you tuck right in, Tom. You tuck right in. You didn't mention the star on it. It's got a star on it. Right, so he's eating it now. So he's now... Oh, that's a lovely noise. So how would you, what would you say about that then, Tom? Yeah, it's really, really nice. Brilliant. <laughs> so there, that's available from all good waitroses. He's judge. <laughs> right, and now, do you want to try the uh, Heston mince pie? Let us know what you think of that. Yeah. <laughs> Not even going to finish the first one. <laughs> Now, this is a special mince pie, isn't it? There's a lot of flavours going on in this one. Yeah, it smells great. Describe the difference. What's the main difference between that and the other one? It's much bigger, Michael. Yeah, it's bigger. <laughs> does it, does, it looks different, though, doesn't it? Just looks different. Texture. Yeah, texture's different. It's like, <laughs> it's like having Lloyd Grossman in here, isn't it? I know. I, I can't believe we get these sort of influential <laughs> figures Gross. on the show. We ready? First bite. First bite. This is, first bite is the deepest. He's going in. Mm. He's in. So what sort of flavours are you getting there, Tom? Orange. Orange. Oh. Yeah. Well orange <laughs> oh, he, he's, he actually genuinely likes that one. He's doing a little face. Mm. So, Tom, are you enjoying that then? Yeah, I am. Yeah, and what yeah. The, the tastes, what are they doing? Give me some words. Give me some oh. descriptive words. They're making me feel really good. They zingy. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, you've it? missed out cinnamon. I definitely tasted cinnamon. Lucy George there, hijacking the feature. <laughs> Chirping this in. is the trouble you, with these West End you, divas. Now you say it, I do taste the cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> You sound like you're being held at gunpoint. <laughs> oh yeah, it's very festive. What makes it festive? Just the spices and yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Reminiscent and of mulled wine. Yeah, you could yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think there's, there's no I, more that we could really I, say about that. I think you should touched. try the panettone quickly. I, I, I want to know what he thinks. Yeah, what do you think of the panettone? <laughs> Reluctantly he's, laying he's, it down. He's just ripping it to pieces. He is, we've gone for a rustic approach to yeah. it. 
So this is like a sort of a cakey sponge thing. What's that like, Tom? Yeah, it's not as nice. Um, <laughs> but I don't even really like it that much. <laughs> That's all right, you can be honest. <laughs> Half of it. <laughs> it's bland. It's bland, yeah. Yeah, it needs butter, I think. Needs butter. Okay, well, there's okay. a top tip for you. All, all expert chefs would know you put so, butter in So that. overall, we're saying the winner is the Heston Mince yeah. Brand, isn't it? That's well, the Boys in the Basement recommendation. Yeah, and you can get... How much is that to buy? About four quid or something? Yeah. Yeah, so probably. Four, yeah, from yeah, Waitrose. About, about four pounds from Waitrose. Another well-researched Christmas feature for you there. <laughs> uh, right, well, we've had... That's the end of the Taste of Mince Pie. Hey, a big round of applause for Tom. Thank you. It's always nice when a, when a world, world-class sort of gastro expert comes by and, and spends time with us. And now we know what it's time for, Mr. Swan. I'm not doing the thing. It's the news! This is the news. 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 It's the news! Right, this is that part of the show where we browse through media, we pick the big headlines of the week, year, month, whatever, and we uh, read out three headlines and then we all vote on which one we want to hear. So is everyone clear on this? This is a bit where you can take part at home. Well, not at home, but in the room. So the three headlines I've got are this. Woman had sex with a skeleton. Woman breastfeeds husband's monkey. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Because we've spoken about nipples and animals. And the final headline is man ironed face when the phone rang. Those are your three headlines of the day. That's got to be one of those sort of Darwin award moments. Yeah. So what do we want? Breastfeeding monkey, iron to the face, or sex with skeletons? I can't pick between the three. One or breastfeeding. One or three? You think the skeleton one? Breastfeeding monkey. So let's have a show of hands. Who wants skeleton? (laughs) One person put their (laughs) hands up. Who wants breastfeeding monkey? Yes. Oh, that's... Oh, actually, I want that as well. Oh, that's... Four, we are four, five, five oh, people. Five. So who wants the other one? Iron on the face. To hear the iron Two. On the face. So we are going to hear about a breastfeeding monkey. Are you ready for this, Mr. Swan? I'm ready and willing. Okay. Right, here we go. Woman breastfeeds husband's monkeys. It's monkeys, it's not just oh, one. Oh, really? Whoops. Yeah. A monkey trainer's wife has revealed her secret contribution to her husband's business. She breastfeeds his simian students. Oh, it's Chinese. Is it? <laughs> Wife Zhao Chinchen made a, made a clean breast of the bizarre method during interviews to promote husband Huang Aqing's monkey school in Nanyang, Henan Province, China. What was the thing they used? Clean breast. She made a clean breast. Yeah, it's a play on words. Oh, okay. It's, it's cheap. <laughs> Huang, Huang 34, it's called Huang has become the region's <laughs> top monkey trainer, supplying young apes for work in movies, circuses, theatres and street performers. And his wife, Jow, 27, explained, Many times, some of the baby monkeys slip onto our bed at night to suckle. I feel they are just like my children. The couple even adopted one monkey as a playmate for their human son, T. In this house, the monkeys are king, says Huang. When I see him playing with my son, I can see how close we are to them and they are to us, and I'm pleased my boy has such a good playmate. And that was the news. Oh, that's heartwarming, That isn't was it? nice, wasn't oh, it? That was weird. That was, I don't know what to think. No. Have you ever been tempted, Ismar, to make a film with a monkey in? Uh, well, you're always told, aren't you, don't work with animals or children. So, so you're steering clear of it? Uh, yes, for now. Okay, it would be interesting. Now. I would love to have a pet monkey. 
I really want one as well. How cool would that be? If any listeners want to get me a, a Christmas present, and whilst I appreciate that everything but arm shirt, don't get me wrong, a monkey is definitely what I want. I'd love to just have one living in this house. I'd like a monkey. Just running free. We or can like, get a, like a monkey butler or like a monkey best friend. Just like a best different. friend monkey. We've got North. Okay. So if anyone wants to get me a monkey, do feel free. And there's just Google, now go on YouTube and type in monkey. There's all sorts of wonderful videos to watch. One of my favourites is baby monkey riding a pig backwards. I think that's always worth a watch, mm, isn't it? Yeah. It's a real highlight of media. Uh, that's pretty much got to be the end of the show now, Mr. Swan. Yeah. Yeah, we've, 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 it's been a bumper. It's been a bumper show. It's been a bumper show. Good show. Oh, Dave wants to say something. I want to hear a Christmas joke read by Gypsy Jim. Okay. <laughs> Gypsy Jim, you're on the mic. Someone wants to hear you do a Christmas joke out of a cracker. Here we go. We may be in luck. Why didn't the skeleton go to the New Year's party? Because that woman wanted to have sex with him. He had nobody to go with. Oh, nobody. Oh, oh, yeah. Your version was better. Oh, brilliant. Well, that is, that's got to be the end of the show now. What a jam-packed show it's been. We've had music from Bella Takes Chase, obviously Kirsty, Everything But Arms, and someone else, Signals. We've also had a chat with filmmaking extraordinaire Ismar, and if you want to find out more about him, where would we go? Where's the one place to go? I don't know. Thewhitelinemovie.com. That's uh, for all your snowboarding needs. Otherwise, just uh, Google my name, I suppose. Brilliant. Well, big hand for Ismar for coming on. We've also had a lovely Thanks, and enlightening chat with Lucy George, West End Diva. And where can we go to find out more about you? Oh, Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to Facebook. Facebook. Or go to the West End. You'll see her. And also we've had a lovely chat with Will from Everything But Arms. Thank you for coming on, Will. And uh, check them out. It's uh, everythingbutarms.com. Big hand. And I also... I also want to thank uh, Mr. Tom Pickup for his extraordinary culinary feature that he delivered. Yeah. Uh, we wish him well. Where's your next restaurant opening, Tom? Birmingham. Birmingham. <laughs> it's going to be opening a Christmas restaurant in Birmingham. So look at that. Big hand for Tom. Also, Gypsy Jim doing a bit of stand-up at the end there. That was brilliant. How was that for you, Jim? Uh, I think I might have found a new career path, so yeah. I, I may be involved in that. Well, I think we'll see what the listeners think of that. Big hand for Jim. And last, but definitely not least, is the Department of Audiovisual Engineering for... Showing us a picture of a half-naked man <laughs> and then reading some erotic photography throughout the show. Without him, it couldn't have. The dream wouldn't have happened. And we'd like to take this opportunity, wouldn't we, Mr. Swan, to wish all our listeners a very merry yeah, Christmas. Very merry Christmas to everyone. Thank you for sticking with us for the last year. And well, hopefully we'll see you next year. Yeah, well, I hope so. Yeah, that goes for Mr. North as well. I'm sure he would love to have been here. That's very kind. That's a very noble sentiment. Yeah. I'd like to thank all of our listeners for their support in the last year. All the recent new likes we got on Facebook: Tom Roberts, Claire Wilkie, Laura Woodard. You've all been fantastic supporters of the show, and also a man with a Mexican name I can't pronounce, but you know who you are. Next show it'll probably be 2013, and what a year that's going to be for us. We got some music lined up on the next show. Possibly there'll be probably no guests because yeah. we used them all this show. <laughs> I've got a great new feature coming up. I've found my old journal from school, and we're going to be looking at that next fantastic. year. That's going to be amazing so do make sure you stick with us in 2013 there's a lot of exciting things going on and I think that's pretty much it isn't it Mr Swan that's it yeah so yeah just happy Christmas everyone have a good day take care don't forget to get your mum a present and uh, get me presents too and uh, on that bombshell <laughs> we've been the boys this has been the basement you've been the listener goodbye goodbye, goodbye. Woo! 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 Bye. Yay!